Hi, this is Amit. And this is Akhila. Welcome to the Indian Music Charts podcast. This is a show where we look at the weekly music charts on Spotify and make it our springboard for a larger discussion about the music industry. We discuss listener trends, what it says about the industry and where it might be heading, and occasionally we'll also share our two cents. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so don't forget to hit follow and the bell icon to be notified. Hey everyone, so new week is equal to new chart and also new episode. We are looking at the charts published on 7th July 2023. As always, we're going to look at the key movers on this week's chart. And at number 12, there's a new entry. It's Tum Kya Malay from Rocky or Rani Ki Prem Kahani. This is a classic Bollywood. Pritam, Arijit Singh, Shriya Goshal, Nakta, Bhattacharya. They're the behind most of the hit Bollywood tracks these days. So expect the song to rise up. Uh, at number six, there's Holding Steady is Man Meri Jaan by King. We've talked about this song many, 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 many times before. And you'll figure out why we're mentioning it yet again in a little, little bit. But at number four, moving up from number six to number four, it's Checks by Shug. This is the second song he has in the top ten. His other track, Still Rolling, is also going strong. And at number one, Holding Steady is Tere Vaste from Zara Hatke, Zara Bachke. But what we're going to talk about this week is one of the biggest climbers. It's moving up a massive 33 positions from number 40 to number 7 is Mahiye Jinna Sona by Darshan Rawal. Now, it's all the lyrics are by Young Veer. And this song was, has been released by Darshan's label, Indie Music Records, and by Warner Music. Now, Darshan is really, I suppose, a quintessential Indian pop star. And when I say pop being the operative word, because he's not really known for his term music. He's somebody who very early on in his career started releasing music on his own label. And he's been very successful at it. He's got a huge fan base and pretty much everything he releases does pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, actually right before this call, Amit, I was uh, telling you the story is, so the first time I worked with him was actually on a Gujarati track. So this is like a very long time back. The company was called Savan and it was not even called your Savan. So it's like ancient times. And um, it was a small label, actually. And I'm not able to remember the name at the moment. But uh, when the track came out, like his one single track just took the language level streams up so high that people in the company were like, is there a glitch? Did something happen? Because we don't get so many Gujarati streams on the platform ever. And but obviously, and this is a very long time back. And, you know, he's evolved as an artist. His sound has evolved. And, uh, you know, he's really one of those OG pop stars that we've had. And, um, you know, for someone who's a pop star, we actually have someone as a guest today. He's the head of Warner Music India, which is home to both King and Darshan Ravel. So two people who've really kind of become the faces of pop music in India. And we really couldn't think of someone better to talk about uh, this week's topic, which is... What is the definition of pop star in 2023? Everyone say hi to Jay Mehta. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Akhila. Thank you, Amit. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah, and right off the bat, cricket analogy for you because we know you're a fan. Uh, King and Darshan are topping the charts once again on the strength of their own music. We wanted to ask you straight away, what has enabled them to do this? I mean, there are some differences and similarities between the two, like, 
King is essentially a hip hop act who has been veering into pop territory. Manmeri Jha being a classic example of that. Uh, Darshan, on the other hand, is more of a balladier, and you know he's more in the conventional pop music space. And this track, in fact, is uh, a Punjabi track, even though, as we mentioned, he is a hardcore Gujarati. And there's some similarity between the two as well, right? They uh, both have very strong management teams. So yeah, Jay, I mean, if you could give us your own insight of what you think, why these guys have done what so few uh, you know acts have been able to do. I think the one thing which is common between both King and Darshan is their ability to build fans. You know, and we have a very conscious call in terms of when we look for signing artists is an artist's ability to build fans. And and we have a big differentiation in the way we define uh, artists with fans and artists with followers. You know, and, and, and these are two artists in the respective genres and the kind of music that they make. They have solid uh, fans. And these are the fans who are deeply involved, not only in the music, but literally as part of the lives. Uh, if you see the kind of shows that King and Darshan do, you know, uh, even there are grounds with capacity of 10, 12, 15,000, they're fully packed, people literally singing, singing along every part of the track. And I think that is a very, very big, uh, you know, impact that they pull in, in their ability to connect to fans. The second uh, most important part is they are both very genuine and true to their art. And, and they literally put across their feelings, their emotions uh, in the music and communicate with their fans. Uh, I remember a, a very interesting incident, and I'll share uh, one for both. Uh, when we were doing a promo for, uh, you know, Darshan, and there was a, one of the big publications in the country, uh, I'll not name them, but the editor walked up to... Amit Darshan. only wants to know the name. That's yeah. actually what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's give us a hint. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, not, no. It's, it's, me as the PR yes. person saying, don't give the hint. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and that's in one of India's leading daily. And that person reached out to Darshan and told him, you know, in my darkest days, your music is my only support. Hmm. And that's so sweet. And then I realized, you know, there's one thing which he gives hope. So, so many of his tracks are heartbreak, but mm-hmm. so many fans relate to the kind of, you know, feelings that he uh, emotes to this track and their ability to literally reach out to the deepest feelings, emotions and corners of the heart is what separates their music and and their ability to, you know, uh, build and connect to fans. Similarly with King, you know, we all know about Man Marija and and the kind of success and, uh, but if you look at last year's, some of uh, the clips that King has put out on the shows, and the kind of gathering that uh, fans have. Uh, I remember in in uh, Delhi, uh, we had to, you know, change venues twice because the first time we put a 3,000 uh, capacity venue and remember this is his first big tour, you know, uh, yeah. and then we all thought 3,000 is a good capacity mm-hmm. and the Delhi show got sold out in two hours and there was so much, you know, pushback from fans. How can we select such a small venue? <laughs> so the next venue, we changed it. We didn't change the date. We just changed the venue and took a 7,000 capacity. Again, sold out in the next one and a half hours. And then finally, we said, we'll do two shows, but we don't have you know more venues with more than 10,000 capacity. And both shows went completely houseful. And and this is very, very unique, you know, uh, with, with mm-hmm. the kind of artists. Uh, 
because they want to have a piece of uh, the fans want to have a piece of their artist uh, they want to connect to him uh, you know in 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 manners which normally listeners don't connect to which is his, mm-hmm. his lyrics his his shows and i think that is a very very unique ability of of these two artists mm-hmm. and i genuinely feel that it's not only good for them but it's good for music overall and the kind of uh, change that we are seeing in the way music has been consumed of we all moving towards artist ecosystem you know from from a song ecosystem yeah. we're literally moving to an artist ecosystem where fans literally live through the journey of these artists and then you know they they come as fans early on and you know they have a lot of pride in being fans of the artist throughout the entire artist journey yeah and you know i really liked when you said that you know some people have followers and some people have fans and you know that 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 yeah such a great way to differentiate right and like and if anything i'm sure for any label marketing team it's such a delight when like an artist comes to you with an engaged fan base because otherwise you are always building this from scratch and like you know jan i'm sure you've done this also for like an artist in your past you know mm-hmm. jobs etc where you have to build that right and it it's it's obviously you have a plus when they come with that fan base and right like for example in king's case and in darshan's case while you're working with both of them i think one essential difference is that there they were at different stages of their career when they started working mm-hmm. with yes. one darshan was already big yes. but let's king was still up and coming you know mm-hmm. and i want to know a little bit more about and it does sound like you know the thing that you're looking for is are they building community right i think that yes. seems to yes. be what you're looking yeah. for but community means very different things at different stages right so how i would like to know a little bit more about like how do you assess where you know hey i see an artist uh i understand that you know they have some sense of community but you know scale matters it's different for different artists how do you kind of look at someone with community you know that this is the one i want to sign you know like how do you i want to know more about that process yeah and yes. as an extension of that akhila uh, question i wanted to ask you like how do you tell the difference between you know a following and a fan base i mean sort of like a casual following and a fan base right i mean is there a certain I mean, I don't know because most of the time you're judging on metrics, right? You're judging on certain metrics, like social media following, which we all know can not necessarily be a reflection of the truth. You're looking at streams, but again, streams being sometimes the stream is just for a track, you know. Uh, it's not necessarily for the entire catalog. So, are there certain things that help you make that distinction? Well, definitely. Uh, there are a lot of such, uh, you know, uh, metrics available which give us few insights. and it's a combination of you know uh, what you experience with the artist on ground but at the same time we have a lot of analytics uh, to give you a, a small example uh, the latest track that you're talking about uh, darshan's track uh, mm-hmm. and uh, maya jena sona so, so uh, mm-hmm. that track uh, has 39% of streams coming from artist profile Mm-hmm. Oh, so they mean they search for yeah. the artist, went to his profile, and then found the song. Yeah, and you don't see that. And if you look at averages of most artists, it will be between twelve to eighteen percent. Mm-hmm. This is unusual, you know, for people to consume everything from an artist page, and that that shows you that that is not a casual listener. He is not mm-hmm. listening because mm-hmm. he has encountered this track through a playlist and mood-based playlist where it's a mm-hmm. passive listening. and there's a big difference between lean in and lean back listening mm-hmm. both yeah. of those uh, artists 
have a very strong lean in listening they lean mm. in the search mm. for the artist the search for the song and then consume and then that's what differentiates you know largely from a listener perspective just a casual listener or an engaged listener but you have a lot mm. of uh, such data points uh, uh, for example when a person uh, discovers king for the first mm. time he at least listens to five songs of king for mm. an artist who has doesn't have you know such a big uh, span of of his career uh, that is a very big number because somebody is mm. not coming listening to a song, song and going back he's discovering the artist and listening to five six songs now mm. that only happens when you are engaged mm. you know and and you have connected to the artist these mm. are some of the things that we see and uh, uniquely you know when we signed uh, king uh, and so the good thing with king is he manifests and puts targets for himself mm. and you know whenever he puts out He's that's a very out. rare quality in an artist because that's a very performance i mean and i don't mean music performance like market performance behavior you know and yes. kris and uh, what are they called okay yeah <laughs> yes so not want to hear those words do not <laughs> hey that's what you're saying he's doing <laughs> so, but interestingly interestingly all of these have always been about number of listeners that you want it's mm. never about instagram followers Mm-hmm. and you know uh, hopefully when we meet personally i'll show you some of our chats he has mentioned this is number of listeners i want by october he has crossed that and that's given him so much joy rather mm-hmm. than so many instagram followers or you know a brand endorsement and that's you know from the artist perspective you can realize literally that music is so core to his identity no he mm-hmm. he is he's not wanting to be flamboyant on the basis of number mm-hmm. of followers but the fact is how many people's lives that is impacting through such just only music mm. similarly with same with darshan you know uh, we've always you, again coming back to the same example this track has come to uh, number 7 and top 10 but we don't don't have a music video for this yeah now yeah in fact like you know when i go on youtube a lot of people are trying to make fake music videos for it using some yes. other content of his from the past mm-hmm. you know yes and i remember seeing it and i was like wait there and my first reaction was this is neither the warner channel nor the you know indie music channel and then i realized oh wait you know this is user generated and yes. you know there's yeah that's just incredible that someone takes this much effort to even do it you know yes and and this is this was a conscious call again because uh, we were coming back with darshan's uh, album after a long time his last album was judaiya and then you know this is the first track from his new album mm-hmm. and we realized that what we wanted to do was make this music first and only release you know uh, the audio uh, for this track and not make a music video at all and and you know mm. again so we know his fans come for his music and what he wants to convey uh, through the music and the lyrics that he does and not necessarily uh, about uh, the videos and what better way to test it uh by not releasing a video at all and then you know uh, when is this the first that, time he's done this so like has he done audio only releases before so uh, i think this is the first time we have uh, consciously done this you know okay. there have been uh, uh, very few instances released a yeah but isn't there a kind of restrict strategy because i, I know that somebody like darshan he's pretty big on youtube 
a lot of his fans, you know, and he's had a lot of songs that have charted on YouTube, top music mm. videos and things. So like, but I mean, the, it of... is still on YouTube, I guess. Like, correct. Yeah, so, yeah but it's not officially yeah. there, right? Yeah, so, it, so there's no music video. There's a lyric video. There's a, lyri- there's a music, lyric video. There's a lyric video, yes. And, and ah, you know, a that's video. a strategy. Basically, you don't need uh, to tell the story through the video. You have hmm. conveyed the message through uh, the lyrics. And, yeah. and we wanted to do this as a conscious call this time and check for okay. ourselves. You know, one of the things that uh, we like with both uh, these artists, they are open to experimentation and, you hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. and never shy away from taking risk if they want to see whether the lyrics connect to the fans and it should not be just a big video, you know, this mm. was a very big risk to come yeah. uh, as a first track of the album and deciding not to do and, a video. Yeah. You know, the other thing which I wanted to ask, and I can see, like, yeah, I'm interpreting a lot of this from just, you know, my own research and what I'm seeing, right? And to me, it seems like, and, and again, this happens with a lot of releases where, you know, you really try to differentiate the release through different marketing tactics. But to me, it felt like your strategy for this release was, we know the fans are going to come, let's just focus on putting the content out. Is that the right way I'm seeing this? Or did you guys maybe do something, you know, other than what we know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to understand how this track has essentially charted. Like, and it's come from, like, last week was, was at 40, and now it's come to 7. That's, like, a huge jump, right? And I think on the daily chart, it's already in the top 3 or something, right? Yes, it's number so, 2. Yes. So, so, I'm just trying to, like, sort of understand, in the last one week, what has happened, basically. Yeah, so, honestly, uh, it took us some time for consolidating all fans uh, onto the audio platform. You know, mm. like I said, it was a risk. And we had to literally tell all of these fans that, you know, if you want to know where it is, this is your, uh, where you can listen to the track. And and uh, I think that took some time. We know Dashan as fans. It's a matter yeah. of uh, finding fans and finding listeners who we feel will become his fans. Uh, and, and that is not going to be the first 24 hours. You know, we never, mm. ever look at uh, having, you know, do things in the first 24 hours because our process is only identifying people who will fall in love with a particular kind of uh, an audio. We also have a very strong, strong emphasis on uh, no listening time and then in YouTube, the watch time, which tells us another metric of engagement in terms of people are not coming and, you know, uh, just listening to 30 seconds and, you know, going away. But are they listening to the full track? And then what part of the track they listen to? That means they're genuinely loving uh, the kind of content. And I'm assuming that in some way that also uh, impacts the algorithm of, of Spotify and then some of these platforms wherein if somebody's listening to the entire track, that means they're loving the track and why not serve it to more people? Yeah. And it's already top 10 in Apple also. I just saw, uh, yes. you know, so yes. it's uh, pretty big. Uh, you know, one of the things that we touched upon also was the fact that both of these uh, artists have very strong teams behind them. I mean, uh, Darshan runs an uh, indie music label with Naushad and King, uh, again, has Shweta as, you know, as uh, his management team. So, uh, again, does that, how much of an impact does that make? And especially coming from a label perspective, did that sort of, you know, when you decided to sign these artists, you already they came with these teams, right? So, or yes. I don't know about King. I know that Darshan definitely did. So, yeah. Yeah, in both cases, I think that's that's how you have a great team because there are things which only the management can do and there are things which only label can do. And, you know, how do you decide what is that each one of them is best at? 
and you know focus on putting their energies behind that is is what we look at and that becomes a great combination for us you know noshad understands understands darshan better than anybody else his ability to you know push him to go to the studio spend that many hours and never being satisfied till the time he gets a great you know audio is is what you know he is good at uh, he himself you know uh, screens through every single line of lyrics that you know uh, yangveer writes or darshan co writes same in the case with king you know we've seen how shweta compliments pushes and even bhavya uh, you know they go on blueprint uh, the way they push king in terms of you know constantly uh, pushing him to get the best out of fans and the most important thing is you know when we sign these artists or when we are about to release an album we sit together and make a common vision and a common strategy and mm. everybody has a buy in on that you know it's never about because i have said you need to listen to it or just because somebody else is saying it is what is in the best interest of the artist and the fans and mm. that is one thing which you've always seen you know it is never going to be uh, the label's interest or the management's interest it is always going to be artists and fans and i keep saying this to everybody the fans are always going to be fans of the artists fans are never fans of the label no yeah. I, and in fact i think most yeah. audiences won't even know what label it's coming on i mean exactly. from the music industry sure we might know but yeah. like they'll just say darshan's new track came out right yeah absolutely and, and the punjabi artists i mean you won't be able to keep track <laughs> because they <laughs> yes. releasing something and, every and, week but i think again it's a very conscious decision uh, uh, can you imagine in india with the kind of practices that we have about making the label channel big mm. we as warner took a very conscious call of releasing everything on artist channel everything mm. that king releases on his king on king's channel everything mm. that darshan releases on his channel which he owns yeah. in the label yeah. it's never on never about making warner music india or or their platform big mm-hmm. because we realize uh, a label should never come between the artists and the fans you know and, mm. and keep that way unique no 100% and i think then you're also thinking about like building audiences the right way right like imagine you have one channel and like 30% are king fans and 30% on darshan fans and only 20% are streaming anything that is ever put out over there right and exactly i think you know what you're doing i think a lot of other labels are also kind of getting into it and i even think about this like from a brand point of view you know there used to be a time when every brand would be like i want to work with an artist but the video will go on my channel but nobody cares about your channel the same thing you put it on their channel where the fans actually are suddenly like the platform is uplifted right the label in this case is uplifted right people you know while consumers don't think about the label i would still like to believe that you know when an artist puts out something consistently with the same label over a period of time i think fans start making that association which also the other thing which i they want to like you know i think you underplayed it but i think a lot of credit is due over here is that it's very important when like managers work consistently with the ta- same label teams you know uh we know label hopping happens and there are lots of reasons why it happens i don't want to get into you know whether it should happen or not in some cases it is also justified but i think both of these artists they've had like multiple releases working with your team over a period of time and like that makes a difference right absolutely it makes a huge difference because from day one we are always talking about building an artist journey or a period of 1 3 5 years it's never about this song or this album with both king and and darshan or every artist that we sign we put a vision statement which is you know where do we see 
him and his fans running from now uh, how do we build communities what is it that are giving back to the fans how, how is it that we're giving back to the community and this is across the entire journey even when they're not releasing tracks mm. you know uh, i'll give you a small example there was a period where you know uh, darshan was making music and we realized that it's been some time where he's not you know engaged with his fans uh, apart from the shows so we just decided to identify his top super fans and out of surprise just did a zoom call with all the fans mm-hmm. no and, and these are small initiatives where we saw fans literally crying you know buckets on on the zoom call saying that we didn't expect and and it was matter of time saying that you know because zoom call meant more intimate rather than him going live and people commenting hmm. and then where where they had the you know uh, happiness of feeling that king is uh, sorry darshan is seeing their picture yeah you know yeah, uh, yeah. you know well, he is he is one of the heartbreak kings so <laughs> but this is a happy love <laughs> he song he has a lot of like female fans by the way like yes. a yeah. lot Yes. Yeah. But yeah. then maybe question of women having heartbreak because it's very confusing because most of the songs are from the male perspective they're not from the female perspective. So I think it's a mix right for both of these guys uh like it's it's like I think the music is listened to both genders which is kind of rare for a lot of like uh mm. you know like pop acts and you know and kind of leads into what our question was our, like our overarching question is what makes a pop star in 2023. and uh you know just to clarify so uh, i know king is exclusively signed to warner right is darshan also exclusively signed or is it only for a set of releases is exclusively both of them like it's i said when we when we get an artist we build an artist through his entire journey and not you know a song based mm-hmm. or uh, none of our uh, you know artist signings are transactional or wanting to have mm-hmm. just one song yeah yeah so but does that make a factor is that a factor is like when you decide to sign acts and not just like like we said you know kings still rising star at the time you signed him darshan well established or even when it comes to newer acts what's the core factor that you look at when it comes to maybe say an upcoming act right because uh, i know one of the crucial things you mentioned was following casual following versus actual fan base or you know hardcore fans are there any other factors that play uh, a role and you can even talk about so perhaps some very basic kind of like business considerations right that that play come into so, play so so what are the key things that we also look at is artists who are singer songwriters uh, composed themselves and and uh, you know uh, king writes his own lyrics all of his songs he writes them he composes uh, and even with darshan he composes and co-writes uh, a, a lot of his uh, track uh, you know himanshu when we signed him he composes uh, his own music and there's a very common uh, we definitely feel an artist who writes or co-writes his own uh, music or songs uh, is able to express his feelings and you know connect to the fans better better than somebody else uh, writing for the artist so another thing that we look for in artists is the versatility in an artist ability to have a range of music and sounds Uh, so if you listen to king's album we champion talk or gorilla bounce you know kind of versatility that he brings on the table he has man mirja which is an out and out love track to oops which is a dance track to uh, me and me which is a self introspection track to najatu which is a heartbreak and i think that is very important the ability to have you know a range of emotions sound and genres 
and that's what you know fans look at uh, they they see an artist and they want to see them express through different ideas and genres even with darshan you know uh, everybody knows him as the guy who puts out the best hardback track but you know chogada ka mariya go celebration tracks you know at the same time uh, you know he has released a lot of fun dance tracks uh, in his life do din was an experimental track uh this album again you know we've ensured uh, as you see uh, the entire album when it's released has significant kind of experimentation uh with his sound uh and uh, you will know from the production that this is a little different from what darshan had produced last year and and that's the kind of evolution of sound as well as the artist uh and i think that's what even fans like you know to bring that kind of excitement something different uh, from an mm. artist every time Yes, I think you've kind of given us like a nice framework, and like I, you know, I like to take notes because you know I'm a nerd. So it sounded like yeah. there were four things, right? Like you have listeners, not followers. That's what you kind of led the conversation with. A pop star is essentially someone who's actually creating their music. They're not just playback singers. They're singer-songwriters. Versatility, yes. and they evolve over time, like like real human beings. So yes, so that, yeah. like the four yeah. factors if anyone wanted a framework i don't know if anyone does yeah i just realized i should be taking i mean i don't take notes because we're talking and i was like i should be taking notes during our own podcast i mean because <laughs> i'm such a copious note taker like we see me at a music conference i'll like have my diary open but like we talk so much stuff that like how am i i mean i'm not necessarily going to rem- remember it but you know by extension um jay you mentioned himanchu himanchu parekh who's actually part of the yellow diary and you signed him so do all these things apply to him as well i mean considering he's a new artist oh yes in fact uh, and and you know like i said uh, fans is not about a number you know fans is about engagement people who listen to his music how engaged they are himanshu uh, when i realized uh, apart from the fact that you know yellow diary uh, and his performance are quite exciting he used to do these sessions of constructing a song you know how he mm-hmm. builds and we just saw so many responses that come to him as dms and and these are in thousands uh, you know when an and about people just excited to know how did he make that you know a piano riff or how did he think of that kind of a beat and, and these are interesting signs you know you don't see people inquis so inquisitive about an art of an artist And and, and that's what some of the me. biggest artists like. I don't think it has happened. I think for me, like even when Shape of You became so big, right? There, the audience who heard the song and the audience who cared about the making of was so much smaller. And you know, why do you think some people have this ability? I don't think they're trying something different. There's something in them that exactly. It, it what, is inherent. What is it? You can't you can't build it. You know that's why when we look at uh, these, it is how genuine and how natural this comes to them. Mm. Because it, you know, if you if you're looking at a long term artist journey, you can't fake it. You know, yeah, it either comes naturally or or you know uh, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. you know, in that sense, I guess like you can't become a pop star. I mean, you can try, I suppose, but you can't. You can't actually. Absolutely. Yeah, and I I think with somebody like Himan Shu, I think that's how you pronounce his name. But uh, you, uh, he also has done some production work, right? Some film production work and stuff like that. So there's He's also another Kisaya. side. Yeah. So there you go. He produced the biggest set of last year. So you know, uh, people may not even know that, right? As in, so oh, yeah, I don't know. But that. you know that. 
Okay. Yes, but yeah. obviously, I mean, I mean, Jay knew that at the time of signing him. <laughs> so, no. In fact, uh, he produced Kesariya uh, after we signed him. Oh, after you signed him. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so you yeah. learned something okay. new. He also didn't know. It. Yeah. Only, only oh, you. Okay. So, like I said, no, no. I, I, mean, I didn't know when he was signed. I mean, but anyway. Yeah. But uh, you know, he is really somebody who we're looking at as a future pop star, right? The future of pop music in India. And, we wanted to ask you what do you think the pop charts i mean i'm calling it the pop charts but it's, that's not the right word what do you think the charts this chart spotify weekly top india songs chart would look like maybe in two years time because one of the things that we keep talking about in the within the industry is how regional music is the biggest thing right uh king sings in hindi uh darshan is singing in punjabi but it's like it's simple punjabi that you know everybody knows because it's it's bollywood punjabi essentially even in this song uh so uh So if you leave aside the Punjabi scene because that has really taken off, even when it comes to hip hop, regional music you aren't really seeing apart from may say maybe a Tamil film track again, not what we're talking about artist focused music. Uh, regional music hasn't really made such a big dent on the on the mainstream chart, or you know you don't see it in the top ten. But so if you were to sort of you know use your crystal ball and look into the future and say two years from now, what do you see the charts looking? i think the charts are definitely moving from uh a current which is a soundtrack based or or a song based to an artist based mm-hmm. ecosystem 100% without a doubt mm-hmm. and and there are initial glimpses of this happening but uh, it's going to become complete mainstream and and you know at at a mass scale in two years from now when you will see uh artist dominating charts and not like i said soundtracks and do you feel regional music which now i mean if you look at the youtube charts it's all mainly regional music do you see that transitioning into the audio uh, streaming space as well or do you think that they're just going to have their or is it too early to call definitely it is going to come to audio as well if you look at uh, the trends whatever trends happen on youtube comes to audio in 2 years mm-hmm. you know and 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 between 2 to 3 years all of this uh, at some point in time punjab punjabi used to dominate youtube you know the mm-hmm. fastest 500 million 1 million used to come on youtube yeah all of that has come on spotify now you know mm-hmm. you literally see the biggest records of punjab happening on spotify uh right now youtube is dominated by bhojpuri mm-hmm. charts mm-hmm. uh if you look at i can tell you from my back end uh you know i am seeing artists like pavan singh and kesari lal yadav which are sign exclusive uh, like kesari sign exclusive to global music junction which is one uh, mm-hmm. invested company i'm seeing on spotify they've been doing 100000 and more streams a day mm-hmm. already okay and this has grown 10 times in the last uh, one year or so because you always thought this will always be youtube heavy mm-hmm. but it's a matter of time you know uh, and and if, if you see most trends whatever happens on youtube you'll see that coming to audio in, in two to three years max Yeah. See, this is why we love you because you give us hard data. You give us figures with so few yeah. people in the music industry share. You know, like, I wish I was actually taking notes. We realized so. this <laughs> while you we were waiting for you to join the caller. You're actually the first guest for this season. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> I'm honored. Been, yeah, and we've had like you know only three guests so far. So as you know, Amit said, we're kind of selective about it, and you know, we want people who can like. really have a conversation and of course like we try our best to bring people who are you know friends because the whole idea of podcast is that it needs to sound like a conversation and not like a one way thing and but you know sort of like you know coming to the end of this you know uh, episode and 
a lot of people who listen to our show are uh, essentially artists and obviously industry people, but it's dominantly a lot of upcoming artists. And, you know, I'm sure as they're listening to you, they might be thinking about, okay, so like, we understand that, you know, if you want to be a pop star, there are a few things that you need to tick the boxes on. This obviously the distribution side you think about, like, you know, whether you're on YouTube or you're on streaming services, it's just like a lot in general. And of course, in time, they're going to build those strong teams the way King and Darshan have. But in the meanwhile, they still have to do a little bit of their own work. And what kind of advice would you have for them as they're thinking about like independent artists, thinking about what a label should be doing for them, but they're going to do it for themselves? How do you think they should look at their careers? What do you think they should be focusing on, especially if they're a pop artist right now? I think uh, two or three uh, pieces of advice that I always give to young budding artists who I meet. First thing, you know, uh, always, always, always make music which is closest to them. Never ever go with the idea of formula. You know, uh, and I am personally strictly against formulas because the moment you say I want to do this because it's working is where you lose your originality. And if you lose originality, your music will never connect to fans uh, fundamentally. So, so that's the most important part. You know, don't worry about how small the base of listeners or how, uh, you know, whether your music is niche or not. Firstly, there is no such thing as niche in India. You know, every song that connects, you'll have millions. We have, you know, 1.4 billion people. Uh, so there's no such uh, kind of music which is going to be niche. You'll always have millions of people listening to it. And then you just need a million streams to be number one, you know. Uh, so, uh, so you never shy away from putting what is closest to your heart. Uh, uh, second, uh, no such music is niche music. If if you feel that it connects and there's a uh, expression that you want to express through that music, uh, you know it is going to uh, have enough listeners. Number three, uh, most important, have a good uh, ecosystem, and it doesn't need to be expensive. Uh, and by ecosystem, I mean uh, get good producers, good, uh, and then all of this comes on the back of spending a lot more hours in the studio. I think there is no substitute for uh, this. In, you know, uh, a lot of times I hear artists saying that you know I made this in five minutes and you know it just took off. I personally feel even if you made it, I think uh, sometimes you might spend six days and not be able to make something. Sometimes you make quickly. But there's no substitute for spending enough hours in the studio with different ecosystems or different producers so that at any point in time, your sound is evolving. And, you know, you never know with what kind of magic or chemistry works with, you know, what kind of a team. And, and the last part, uh, you know, always uh, when you sign uh, long term or, or if you're looking at a label ecosystem, buying the vision first. Most artists that I feel, they come and ask that, what will you offer? And then that's something that puts me it's off. It's very transactional. Yes. Because you not even discuss what is your ambition, what is the kind of music that you want to put out. Always, you know, buying for a common vision. I think that should be the first starting point. Transaction should always be last. You know, how much money is required to achieve this dream is the last question. Identify what vision as a common joint vision goal statement that you want to make and put a lot of effort there. Uh, rather, And the second part is 
push labels for giving you infrastructure rather than pushing them to give advances you know because even if you have advances you don't know what is the way to spend it right and mm. end up making mistakes there so so i think that's where you can ask uh, labels to or you can push them to create the right infrastructure right ecosystem for you at the end you know come to commercials great that's like fantastic advice i think we've got like we've got advice in like gold and like tips and uh, you know this is a fireside chat if you want to call it that yeah. or uh, you know um, case studies we've got like multiple case studies that we've discussed so thank you so much jay for taking the time to be a guest on our show and we wanted to have you on for a long long time i think i mentioned to you, to you like i think the the week we launched Yes, <laughs> and you said that you were you, and and you did hear I think the first episode. So thank you for being one of our first listeners, and yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Thank and, you so uh, much. Yeah, yeah. No, and then thanks so, to you. I think this is this is very very important. Uh, like you said, a lot of uh, budding artists who are listening to this, uh, it's very important to have uh, you know for them to have hope and and the right direction in terms of achieving their goal and dream. you know uh, everybody wants to have the journey of what king seen but people really know that he put in four years of hard work for you know having this uh, this kind of journey you know when a batsman scores a century people forget the number of hours put in the nets yeah and, uh, and i think that effort is matters you know 100% yeah. and and you know while we make uh, he's even after the success that we that he had last year he is worked double hard in the studio because he feels now he has he has a you know higher responsibility towards his mm. fans and i think that's what i like uh, when i said it's you build community but the sense of giving back to the community is is what you know builds yeah. you bigger than anybody but else i love that that it's a real song sense of accountability right like you have to have dreams and you have to want more and you know if you don't want more more won't happen exactly mm-hmm. yeah and and like you say i mean he's a king but his fans are the king makers So absolutely, and that's why he calls him King's Clan. You know, yeah. there's a king in in the fan club as well. Oh, this I yeah. do not King's know. King's Clan <laughs> Records. That was his label, right? I mean, that yeah, was the name yeah, yeah, on which yeah. he released. But I didn't know that. Like, that's why it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many things you're learning today. Yeah. <laughs> The nice educational session at eleven yeah, thirty pm. By the way, it, if anyone wants to know when we record this, it's happening at eleven thirty pm. Yeah. Anyway, that was it. There you had it. You have it. You have Jay Mehta, the head of Warner Music India, telling us what it means to be a pop star in 2023, and a lot more other tips and tricks. Yeah.